0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. That's what it is. It's a Friday form panel. And it's it's the Friday form panel with a difference in a way. We will be looking at tonight's racing because for those who don't know, watching on Trots Vision, if you're watching on Trots Vision, surely you know. Oh, hi. Hi. I was waving to him. Hi, Skip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know what was happening there. Uh, he got past the bus. Hi. Um, if you watch it on Trot Vision, you'd know that tonight is a great Southern Star night. So that's our richest square gating series and race. And then tomorrow night we've got the Hunter Cup and uh, we'll keep calling it Hunter Cup night, but it's an a um, you know, it's a pretty amazing card. Ladyship cup, four-year-old bananza, that Mercury 80 final as well. And, um, and the Gold Chalice. So there's, there's a lot going on tomorrow night. And we're going to focus, Skeeter, our attentions on tomorrow night. But we will circle back, as they like to say in meetings these days. If you don't want to confront something, you say, we'll circle back to that later. <laughs> we'll circle back to it.
0: We do want to confront it, though. Because yeah, we do want to confront races it. But uh, uh, we'll get to that at the end of the night. At the end of the day,
1: I should say. Well, we, you know what? It might be at the end of the night, over a couple of beers. It was awesome. Oh, we forgot to do that at the radio. We'll do it now, eh? The races are over. Um, so we'll try and create enough space at the end to look at the great Southern Star heat and also declare who we think will win the final. But if we get enough time, maybe we can just rattle through some other tips because I was up again very late doing the form for tonight. I did it the other way around. I did Saturday first and then Friday. So did you do that as well?
0: No, I did Friday – a little bit more briefly, uh, you're obviously the expert tipster tonight and I am just the... Um, Excuse me, I'm not sure <laughs> if I want that. I'm just the, uh, yeah, I'm in the anchor chair tonight, so I'm relying on you and Rob to find all the winners and then I, I concentrated uh, on tomorrow night. So there's obviously a lot, 20 races to get through over a couple of days is uh, no small feat, but we've got there.
1: We hope so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the tri- the. the, the They're not easy races tonight. Um, They're not easy races tomorrow, but uh, tonight very when you're doing your maps and all the rest of it for the trotting races, it's just it's a lot more complex, isn't it? Because it's not it's not they're not as predictable in their pattern. Um, And there's a number, there's a lot that are that haven't raced. In fact, across the two nights, there's a lot of horses who probably haven't raced in a few weeks or a month or. Five weeks, there's a, there's a number of horses in the four-year-old but from the Ladyship Cup mm. we haven't seen since December 31. Yes. Which is, it in itself,
0: it interesting.
1: Mm. a tricky little uh, exercise. Race one, we'll get stuck into before we go to the first break. Saturday night, tomorrow, at Melton for the SEN track. Listeners and the Trots Vision viewers, uh, I'm keen here, and I reckon,
0: I know, we, mate.
1: our mate, your mate, your mate. your mate, my mate originally. Your mate <laughs> last week. Our mate, our mate. Oh yeah,
0: okay. Oh,
1: you were the favourite here? Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm interested in the case you're going to make because I'm with you on my sunshine. Yeah.
0: Okay. I feel a bit like he was great to me last week. Really like the horse. Um,
1: but You're off, off potting cash and flow as well. All these I'm horses not, are good I'm not. to you. <laughs> I'm not
0: potting but him I, at I, all.
1: I'll... Hey, people, don't be good to Nikita. <laughs> what she'll do is she'll chuck it in I've... the bin the next week. No,
0: I'm not potting him. We'll get to him in a little bit, but right, I'm not okay. potting him right. whatsoever. I'm tipping him on top. May I just copper. think he's not a moral. Um, hi, my name is Jeff was terrific effort last time out of Ballarat. He was crossed early, carried a flat tire for pretty much the entire race and then was held up, um, and looking for gaps at the end. So from the draw, I think he's the one to beat. Um, I can't see a stack of pressure coming. I I think you are my sunshine is going to have to work and hi, my name is Jeff is, is probably a, a nicer horse than, um than what you know, you are my sunshine sort of was up against last week so i just think he'll get an easy enough lead and can um and can run from there and you are my sunshine will have his work cut out for him but third up from that long injury play break uh, was a little bit tight on the line last week but still got the job done he's a Beautiful, big, strong-looking horse. And I think if there's something to beat the favourite, it's definitely him. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do this time in. Yankee Gold has been racing really consistently. Likes to lead. I don't think it will happen here, but still right in the mix of things. It was a good effort last time out. And I'm Shadow Boxer. Uh, was pulled out of the race last time, loves a soft peg line trip and I think can be finishing off well. So I've gone 2, 10, 4 and 8, but I think there's only two winning chances.
1: All right, so, so you think, hi, my name is Jeff, is going to lead? Yep. So you know, that's, I don't.
0: I think he will work, not, I, I think he will work there. I think Monsieur Delaco might, like, up in been great. I just think he might take cover behind him.
1: Maybe. I thought Duke of Dundee could just have bombed a lot. But but one way not. one way or another, I just think that Hyman name is Jeff. Here's my here's how I see the race. Hyman name is Jeff it has been a drifted out to a dollar ninety five. I marked him three twenty. I don't think I think he, he's going to get at least covered up early. He's not a really quick beginner. Yeah. So Monsieur Delacour is quick. Yankee Gold's even quick. A Duke of Dundee can takes a, a few bounds to really build momentum, but can really accelerate after that. So. I can see how my name is Jeff, being in traffic for a start, and then having to work around. And I'm not sure over seventeen twenty, they say, "Oh, here's the lead," because he did carry that flat tie for fifteen hundred meters and all the rest. But I, I just feel like maybe this is all this is all gotten a little bit out of control, a little bit quickly about this. awesome. I mean, you go back to those runs, uh, Honolulu Bay Sanday. I mean, so he's been beaten sixteen point seven meters by Sanday. Um, you are my sunshine. Turns up here now. Wide second line draws, short course trips, good class of racing. Huge problems. It's never easy, but you are my sunshine. Is getting better, and I, I think even listening to post race interviews. So David Moran sort of said, "Hi, my name is Jeff. He'll win a couple more, but I wouldn't get I wouldn't get out of control." Damien Burns will tell you if we can get you on my sunshine back, you might be a, f- a proper free for aller and. I think he can, he'll can. he be driven very aggressively. The puppet will take off. And I think if Hyman Is Jeff doesn't get the, this soft lead, I think you are most crush crush him Because you go back to the horses he beat last start. October rain is going around in the four-year-old Bonanza. And Valachi's a really nice horse. So I'm with 10 here at the value. Over to Hyman Is Jeff, I'm with you. They're the only two winning chances in the first for mine. I thought that if Duke of Dundee could bomb them at the start... It could be a place-hope here over the 1,720 metres. And number eight, I'm Shadow Boxer, who, <clears throat> if Monsieur Delacour even chose to lead and hold the front, then I'm Shadow Boxer. Look, he'd probably find a way to win anyway. <laughs> but uh, that would be the perfect scenario for it his pattern be. of racing. Uh,
0: look, I'll be absolutely kicking myself if you are my sunshine, Wins because he's more than capable and yeah I, I yeah I just think he's a really really good horse we've known that for a long long time but um, yeah I he's a massive winning chance I just thought it might be a little bit hard if um, yeah from that draw over the short
1: it's not It's not easy though. Like I mean, we agree uh, we're in fierce uh, agreement most of the time, but there's there are little critical decisions you've got to make. Mm. You've made the call that you think the home and is is going to get that lead. And if I, if I felt the same way as you, I'd probably agree that, he, that he'd that be very, very hard to beat. Yeah. I'd just see more issues for him at the start. And pound for pound, I just think you are my sunshine is probably a, a, a clearly superior horse. So it would be interesting, the first race on the program. Uh, we, we'll be getting stuck in a race two very soon. I think this is a head-to-head contest. And fair to say, I wasn't on the button. But there were some pretty strange prices earlier in the week. And this was one of the races, and I reckon Skeeter's probably got on. We'll take a break. Come back, Pete Kembley is going to give us the music quiz, and I'm desperate to win because I had a big win last night. On the I feel like oh, you I want to, see this. you Actually, want to bring we, momentum we, into a big weekend. We
0: do need to we do need to touch on this because I did see a video last night, uh, post post win, yeah, and you were pretty smug with yourself, and the guys uh, there were in the singlets and looking very caged, and there's Bon in his in his blazer, yeah, in his suit jacket.
1: Now I've turned up in the Friday All form the paddling it. The- T-shirt Anyway Break time Back soon Friday form Panel trots Vision and SEN track Ah uh, okay. Wow
0: <laughs>
1: no. Oh Jason hey. It's not Joker and the Thief, it? It's way before that But it's like I'm pretty sure What is it What is it Pete No I can't hear that yeah. Oh the Black Keys Um had a little bit of the joker in there. you know the wolf mother yeah. or yeah yeah <laughs> Joke around the zip and then the tough start Pete. you, you are a, you are a brutal uh you are a brutal uh uh, man, uh quiz master uh, already you can t- I wouldn't say throwing in the white towel but he's always saying <laughs> I think I've been a bit of bother race 2 now uh, Melton Saturday night it is our richest annual grand circuit feature the uh, the Hunter cup and it's it's been going around it since 1949, and a lot of discussion during the week from various platforms about how many different changes it's had. You think of a race with that, kind, with the kind of prestige that uh, the Hunter Cup has. In fact, it's unmatched in Victorian harness racing. The prestige of the Hunter Cup, and yet it it hasn't been on the uh, on the. On the first Tuesday in November, over 3,200 metres at Flemington all the time, has it? Uh, no. uh, different conditions, different distances, so it's um, it's interesting, but we'll get to that later. Okay, here's the first race where we might have got some serious value.
0: Yes. Uh, look, it does look a race in two, probably.
1: It's, it, it is a virtual match race, isn't it? Is it not? <laughs> it
0: feels that way, but... Um... With w-
1: with one horse having a ma- seemingly, on multiple levels, a significant tactical advantage over the other.
0: Yes. Yep. So look, I am going that way. I'm going with Highway to Heaven. Um, I think we've spoken about it over the last few weeks. Caught the eye in the Hamilton Cup. No luck at Ballarat was really good there and then contested the Mercury 80 heat. So I just don't think um, potentially, you know, that distance maybe didn't suit and it was behind cash and flow. So I'm probably not reading too much into any... um, Form, you know, any races over the twelve hundred meters. So I think can push forward here, keep in front of Valachi, and she'll go really close. And uh, did open well in overs five fifty. I think you said so for a horse. Um, yeah, I think going much Mark better $2. than two dollars. Yeah, going mm. much better than his figure form reads. No doubt the major danger is Valachi, who was a crazy good run last time out on that. He should be winning. How. Everything went wrong. Uh, He did plenty of work. Just lacks that high speed, doesn't he? And he deserves to break through for a win more than anything, but I think he's probably going to have to once again either sit parked or come with one run, and he just doesn't win off. And like he just runs good races without winning. Well, and it's disgusting.
1: That, it is that speed, isn't it? Yeah, That's what it comes down yeah. to.
0: So that could be the case again here. I think they're, the as I mentioned, two winning chances. He's under wraps, should find the pegs at the start and last start was much better. Uh, he goes in for third and I, I re- sort of reluctantly put Stingray Tari in for fourth, who's long been a teaser, but I think from a nice soft trip on the pegs, he can um, finish into first four. So six, seven, two and one.
1: Six, seven, two, and one, and I've gone six, seven, two, and three. So, uh, all the reasons you've just outlined, Highway to Heaven, <clears throat> going great. You, if You only have to go back and watch one race. Go back and watch the Hamilton Cup from three starts ago, and him charging up behind Rackham Up Tiger Pie, betting home Juleby Sylvester, and, and you look at this race and say, whoa, he's got to he, yeah. With that advantage, so it's more than just a six and seven advantage or a yeah, six and seven advantage here in the draw. There's a couple of things. There's no way Archer gets in front of him. Number one. Number two, Highway to Heaven is a slightly more versatile and slightly quicker horse at, at his top, yeah. Yep. The little negative is, will Highway to Heaven definitely get the front? No, he won't definitely get the front. <clears throat> in fact, I have got him sitting parked, but he's lived his life in the breeze. Highway to Heaven. He's won four races, I reckon, sitting parked. He, this is not something that will be totally, you know, totally foreign to him. So I've got him on top pretty clearly, and I find that you know that sounds weird because on the retrospective edition of this show on Monday, I had the three asterisks,
0: three star, black th- book.
1: three star black booker for Valachi. and he does. Uh, Skeeter and I would agree wholeheartedly, as would everyone else. He totally deserves to win a race, and he'll find one. Again, though, he just finds another race where he'll, I think he's probably going to run second. I find some of these other prices a little odd. So I have got, he's under wraps for third. And the run was good last start. Don't get me wrong. Lead and, and, and I've got it leading and holding the top again here. SP profile. In that race, Velacci starts $2.90 and beats him home coming from well back. He's under wraps $26. And now they're two thirty and six dollars. Yeah. And he didn't Valachi beat him home from an impossible position. So it was a good run. I can't see him turning the tables or beating Highway to Heaven though. And all shook up's just a horse that I've got a bit of time for. Mark Pitt back in the cut, we know, over the last uh last week. And I don't know whether you've got an update on Nathan. w we've heard about Nathan's uh, uh horrible accident. He looked, I saw a picture and he, he doesn't look, uh, he doesn't look good at all. He's on
0: the, on the men, I believe though, which is
1: good. That's outstanding. Uh, as I said, and I'm not, not making a lot of it, but you don't drive with your face. And I think if, as, as vain as we can be sometimes, I think when, you know, you don't want, you don't want the tools of the trade. You'd, you'd prefer it was a noggin than the tools of the trade. If you know what I mean, you don't want to be breaking legs or breaking arms or anything like that. Um, all shook up. I got in for fourth, but really, I think it is a match race, much like you do. Skeeter. six, seven, two, and three in the second, third event. Small field. I am very, very keen to play in this race. In race three, yeah.
0: Ooh, I'm the, interested.
1: Well, if the if the favourite is what so, <laughs> Struve is not a red figure favourite <laughs> in any life or world. I mean, it, on Neptune, he couldn't be a dollar ninety, mm-hmm. and. Do you agree here that this is this has got the makings of a typical short course, only front line virtual single file race for a period of time? Uh, no natural breeze source. Nothing can cross Franco Jolto. I think that, that they've all just got to fall into formation, don't they? Rishi
0: will be
1: in the breeze, won't he? If he is, I mean, to the detriment. I'm not not being bad to Rishi. I mean, we know what a great horse he can be at his best. But if he's in the breeze, he's he's it'll be to the detriment of whoever's behind him. Because he's not going to win the race, and and he's got to keep up. He's got to put whoever else is in the running line into the race. Yep, I reckon. That's my opinion. Yeah, you going with Stroop? You are, are <laughs> I like. I
0: I don't like myself for doing it. Um, I If you'd do, you do, <laughs>
1: you done the prices, would you would, would you have it a dollar ninety? No, no, no,
0: no, no. I'd be. Pro- I, I liked that trial. I really liked that trial on Sunday at Mariborough. Um, but it, it is a, a really open contest. I could make a case for almost every horse, not every horse, but almost every horse. But I'm really surprising myself and putting him on top here. Um, that trial at Mariborough Sunday, they went 157.6, 55.2 home. And from a betting perspective, I, I couldn't take him odds on about him. You just get two different horses too often. But uh, I just think if, on the back of that, if, He can, uh, over the short trip, I think he could be the one to beat. So I've got him on top. Franco Jolto can either lead or sit behind Struve. Was good first up. Uh, Did get all the favours, but likes the short course trip and should have benefited from that run. Has only had the one run in 12 months. I've gone with Rick Riley for third, who hasn't probably had a stack of luck recently. And with the right run, he won't be too far away. If he can get into, you know, maybe 1-1 behind Rishi or something like that, I think he won't be too far. And... I've um gone with ample power for fourth. He was back and running on at the end. He seems to run his best races like that when he's not used up a stack at the start and he has raced at higher levels. So um yeah, I think he won't be too far away either. So I've gone three, one, six, seven.
1: Three, one, six, and seven for you. Now listen to me, punters. I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk you through this. I'm going two, one, three, and four. Yeah, I knew you
0: were I I can see
1: that. I am nearly certain. Oh shit. That happens. There's a little thing <laughs> down there. You, you kick it all the time. Um, I'm nearly certain if you back the two and the one here, you will win, and they're paying six and five dollars respectively. So again, this is another one you're throwing in the bin. You can't be good to you, Skeet. Um, Franco <laughs> Jolto, you identified out of nowhere at massive odds. Okay, comes yep. out and wins first up from I'll a break. Him
0: in for second.
1: He he's brilliant off the gate. Yeah. I don't think they'll even. I don't think anyone will even have a look at him. Finfrost Frost is in that beautiful position where there's only a front line where you know you're probably not going to cross the one to your inside, but there's a beautiful position following that horse right in behind. Struve, I don't think, can be used up at the start, so I think he just has to go three poles, and I reckon it'll be, we'll have, we'll have run half this race before anybody comes off to start making their move. Now, Franco Jolto is a an amazingly and traditionally underrated horse who loves the mile trip. And if you leave him alone and you disrespect him, he makes you pay. Finn Frost, I'm going to clarify this. To Finn Frost, we're going to go to the heart out. There's so much I want to pack here. Finn Frost <laughs> you and
0: are up and about. You are... Finn
1: Frost and Struve were in a 1200 meter race where Finn Frost has taken off, galloped, and still beaten Struve home last start. Then, and I know that this trial is going to get people up and about, and I reckon it's why it's a dollar ninety. So it's split. Uh, Act Now and Bondi Lockdown. It was a nice troll, but I th- I, it was such a strove situation, I reckon. They walked. He was totally in his comfort zone, and then he ripped. There's no doubting his speed. He's got extreme speed.
0: Did, they didn't walk, though. It's a.
1: The 55.2, and it's fifty-seven-six, and you go fifty-five-two home. The first half of the race, I don't think there was, there was much going on. Um, we're going to go to the hard out. We'll be back soon. Oh, Jason. Send the song down there, Pete, so I don't get any more revenge. Cut the song. <laughs> it's almost—it's almost made it harder for me. Um, Sultans of Swing. Yeah,
0: All right. We're back. It is too.
1: Yep. Not even a big die straits fan, but anyway, I do enjoy that Mark Knopfler. Didn't use the plectrum because I don't. At least
0: I knew that one. Yes. Just not quick enough.
1: Um. Now I don't know what happened at the end of the first little area there, but I was—I was going through a rant about about the second. Anyway. So uh, the third, very quickly again, uh, I think it'll be single four race, no pressure. And I think Finn Frost, a yeah, beautiful position behind the leader. Franco Jolto in front. I think one of the two will win. Two over one. Struve in for third. If he wins, he wins. $1. ninety, no thanks. Uh, and just going back to that troll, yeah, I just I just think it was a good situation for him. It, it was impressive. but And Shorty's made in for fourth, two, one, three, and four. Fourth race is the Mercury 80 final. All in one property. Group two level over twelve hundred meters. Uh, my my strike rate in these races is not strong, and yet I'm declaring one here. Um, there's a lot of speed. Who's going to use it? I, I, it's, does everyone just fifty thousand dollars bonuses up for grabs if you break eighty seconds? Does everyone just lose their mind and go berserk here, or what happens, Skeeter?
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it is it's so hard to work out. I don't think.
1: All, I mean, they've the majority. Uh, of them have Gates. Well, that's
0: right. Yeah. La Putty, Aussie Butler, definitely. Yes. To a lesser degree, love and a Chevy, Jean-Luc. I don't think they get involved. Um, Cash and flow. I don't think probably gets involved. What, what's in the back of my head is that they weren't going to go forward last week. I don't think. And then (laughs) they went forward last week, but I just think if he does go forward, I don't know how wide is he going to be, how long, how much work is he going to have to be to get there with, you know, given that they're all off the front row.
1: I just think, so I think they learnt last week, uh, even if, do you okay, th- okay let's, l- let, let's believe the the contention that they weren't going to go forward, yep. okay? But going forward and how easily he comes off the gate and, and how he's done it at Melton, he's led a Victoria Cup at Melton before.
0: Yes, but do you think from eight with La Putty, Aussie Battler, other horses inside that are probably going to push forward, he can still get across all of them.
1: I tend to think, and I I might be reading this wrong, I just tend to think that, weirdly, the more pressure the better. It just means that they're like, I I, I think... He'll just crush them. Like I think you could sit out there four wide and just and just roll around and like.
0: <laughs> Do you know what's funny is I was really keen on him last week. I know you weren't, and then we've just completely. But you know what? I, oh, I've got him. I, want,
1: I wanted an indication last week that yeah. he was somewhere near his best. Now he's not the horse that he, he was probably, but he's close enough to it. I'm just thinking. You know, you look at two horses and you just say, with all due respect. La Puddy's the second favourite, and I'm going La Puddy against Cash and Flow.
0: Yeah, yeah. How can I, that happen? Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I've got him on top. I, I think he really showed his class last week. Uh, that Yeah, that wider is a, a bit of a concern, even with his gate speed. So I just don't know how the map works out for him, but he's still the class runner, and for that pure reason, I, I've gone with him on top. Um, La Puddy and Aussie Butler both found the top in their heats. You know, La probably a touch more reliable, so I've thrown him in next. Um, bulletproof boy, drawn out wide. I think Scott Young will be pulling the left rein and probably trying to get in behind them rather than um you know pushing forward at the start. And again, if they go crazy, he won't be far away. He can just be stalking. So um look, it's, it's a tricky one to work out, but I've gone nine one eight two. Uh,
1: I've gone nine eight one five. So there's just a few. Prices here. I want to quickly go through. Aussie battler's five dollars. No hope. Like the work he'd have to do to get across La Putty alone, and if he doesn't get it, go across La Putty, he's not going to out sprint him from behind. It's no. Boots Electric's five fifty. Well, I mean, surely he had to win last week mm. if, he, if he was going to win this week. Yep. The only one I can see beating. Cash and Flow, and my market's very different to the actual market. I've gone 150 Cash and Flow, 320 Bulletproof Boy. I just think when it comes down to the $50,000 race, they're going to race four sheep stations. There's too much up for grabs. These sort of horses, in a 1,200-meter race, to get 50 large, I think class is just going to overwhelm the situation here, and Cash and Flow will win. And if Cash and Flow is forced to work, you know, harder than you've ever seen before, then Bulletproof Boy is the one that I, who I think has the class to overrun him. And we've seen Bulletproof Boy in other races come from way back. He, he loves that situation with yeah. you outlined where you do nothing, then they just they burn up and then he just peels at he's got speed. So nine to beat eight, one in for third. I, I'm, I, what Laura J. Farm have done with La Putty, he's become a much better horse. But beating Bulletproof Boy in cash and flow – I just can't see it happening. And I've got uh Helene in for fourth, but really I think anything can run uh I think anything can run fourth. I can't believe hashtag's thirteen and two sixty either. Mm. If hashtag wins and, and well done to Sean McNulty and everyone involved with the horse, but if hashtag wins from there, I just would I'd I'd have to reassess everything I believe about reality. The pure steel is race five, the first, roll today. the first leg of the quarty. <laughs> I've got a couple of I've got a couple of really um powerful stats here that I'm going to I'm going to go against, and I wrote them in the form guide. So our Millionaire, you, have you got our Millionaire in front? Yep. Have you got Boyfriend Bondo behind the leader? Yep. Our Millionaire's 10 from 10 in front, mm-hmm. never been beaten. And Boyfriend Bondo, this is even more staggering in a way, beating the trail five times in his career for four wins. So both of them are unbelievably well placed for their strengths They're and their now. racing pattern yeah. tomorrow night. Take it away. Well I'm to be against both of them though.
0: Are you? Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like a wildfire. Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's probably not a great surprise. Look, I am going with our millionaire. I think he finds the top and from there is going to take some catching. Good run in the Cranburn Cup. Pryor took out easier cups. As you mentioned, likes to lead and I think Boy from Bondi is going to be happy to take the sit. Um a slight query, how much pressure he cops, potentially a Gillaby Sylvester or a aphorism, uh, puts a bit of pressure on, but I still think if he can get a reasonably cheap um, cheap lead, he's going to be the one to beat. So I've got him on top, massive danger like a wildfire, racing in terrific form. Uh, it was a good win in an easier race first up, and then he ran some super sectionals last week in the Casey Classic, looks well and truly up to this grade. So uh, front row draw, he picks himself, but second row draw, he goes in second, but Massive winning chance. Tango Tara hasn't had much go right in these past couple. Probably ends up three pegs and we know he can run a quick quarter. So there's a few options taken away from him from that draw, but uh, I think it looks fairly well in concrete that he's going to be three pegs. So um, he can definitely run a place from there. And um, it's really wide open, I think, from there. I'm throwing in Major Roll, who was third behind Triple Eight and Expensive Ego last time out and draws in the running line. So 2-10, 8-9.
1: Right, I I think you can box up this this exacter and probably trifecta ten to eight and one. I reckon you've got leader behind leader three poles and my top tip. It's a nice situation to be in, I reckon when you if you're playing a boxed up exotic. Uh, so, even though I got those stats were and you know they were very, I thought they might pop out that way and that's why I went and did the research. But there's something about like a wildfire. I just love the horse and the ground that he made in the Casey Classic in a sub-55 second final half, he's just absolutely flying. If Our Millionaire had run a little bit more recently, I might say it, but I just wonder, and I also wonder what Emmer and Clayton would say, and I've got got a weird feeling they'd say, like a wildfire. Mm. Um, But Our Millionaire, there's there's a story around Our Millionaire as well, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I believe one of the owners... uh his friends unfortunately passed away recently, so um, yeah, it would no doubt be uh, be huge and quite emotional for them. If our millionaire can can get the job done, did
1: you get the ten bucks about our millionaire? No, Like mm, that I. Uh, like a wall of fire on top, our millionaire, our millionaire, clear in present danger. They leave our millionaire alone in front at any point, and I think he'll probably pinch it. Um, and then you go to the peg line runners, Tango Tara. You know, very good horse, and I, I, know, I think, I think we all know for a fact that Andy was pretty keen to get him into the Hunter Cup. So, so he believes Tango Tara. Recent indications, uh, it's hard to work out where he's at, but this seems, this feels like the right race for him, and three poles, I think, he'll actually it will work for him. Boy from Bondi can win. it's just very hard to assess because they've been driving him in the breeze, and I think that's totally against what it. He yeah, likes doing, I so I it's think, hard to work it out.
0: I tell you what, I, I did have him in, and then I, I just sort of thought, oh, that made a roll form, so I swapped him out, and I'm sort of half kicking myself now because I, I think, um, you know, even from those stats that you mentioned, he's going to get a nice trip. We know that, and um, yeah, I just think potentially it just hasn't suited him how he has been um driven recently.
1: I'll give you the Jim Marino, two dollars forty a drum about him.
0: Mm.
1: is probably a bet, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. If you've won four out of five, you're behind, you are almost certainly be behind the Leader and behind a horse is going to take and you he's everywhere.
0: good enough that, yeah, he, he's not, you would think he's going to well, one be of those, right there. He's not going to stop.
1: One of those wins from behind the Leader over a mile was in 51.9 at Melton. That's how good he is when he's in, in the mood. Um, 10 to 8 and 1 in the Pure Steel, the Tad Pure Steel Group 3 level. Time for another break. Come back. We get stuck into the Group 1s the DL Logistics 4 year old Bonanza, the Delray National AG Hunter Cup, and the Alibar Bloodstock Ladieship Cup here on Trot's Vision and SEN Track. It's the Friday form panel. Nikita, elephant.
0: Is it really? Is it called elephant?
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. You don't have to be dead to uh, be stiff. I've said it before. Morning or majestuosa or however you spell it, four wins is a big fella. And <clears throat> always ready for win. And $6 place as well for greats on the start. Give us all strength. What a heater. Talk went on the other night. He did. Have a great weekend, Jason, Nikita, and I presume. Geordie that's Pete Camilleri in the uh, chair. Hey, boys have just dominated this week um, in here. Uh, all right, let's move forward. Uh, group one racing. DNA Logistics, four-year-old Bonanza. Bondi Lockdown. He just wins. It? Like it, uh, yeah, he, uh, in my opinion, he'll just um, he'll just win. There was nothing wrong with the trial. Probably we discussed it. When you first see third in the form going behind street, you go, oh, dear, but there's nothing at all wrong with the trial. <laughs> um, I just can't see... Two things. I reckon he's got underrated gate speed, I reckon he'll be on the scene pretty quick. And I can't see so who would hold him out? Surely Kimball wouldn't try no. and hold him out. Uh,
0: well, I don't think so. I, I think Bondi lockdown will just bully Kimball.
1: That's game over, isn't it?
0: I think so. Yep. Um, you know, he uh, that recent trial was good. I um I clocked his last quarter and I reckon I got about 26 and he still wasn't really going straight or looked to be fully extended. So I think he sort of did that on his ear. And, um, yeah, I think no doubt from that front row draw, he's the one to beat. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I think they press forward and pretty much just bully Kimball until he finds the top. Um, For second, I've gone with Beyond Delight, who we know is such a quick horse. He's going to have an economical trip, probably three pegs, doing no work. And having that sprint lane, I think he'll be closing late. Act Now, we know, had a flawless campaign last time in. He was really in beast mode, which saw him take out the Derby and also the Breeders' Crown. Doesn't have the best first up record and his gate speed weapon is taken away from him here. So uh, I think he'll run well, but yeah, maybe, you know. It's just a little bit harder to see him winning this. However, if he can jump back into that form that we saw last time where he just looked like he had no bottom to him, he'll be thereabouts. And Captain Crusader is uh, one that's always shown plenty of ability for Ricky Elchin. Recent trial, he went 151 beating What's Up Majestic and Pelosi. Uh, I think he can run a, a big race as well. Um, draws in the running line. Probably slightly sticky now that he's falling out Captain Confetti. But, uh, yeah, I think he is a, a horse with ability as well. So I'm really, really looking forward to this one. Obviously, that the Hunter Cup's the highlight. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait for this race. So I'm going 6, 8, 11, and 9.
1: I'm going 6, 8, 11, and 4 with 9 in for fifth. So I, I, I just think... So. <laughs> Sometimes you just look at prices, and I know it's it's probably hard uh, for thoroughbred punters. Uh, and we will be broadcasting on uh, on on, Racing.com on uh, for, for the Saturday night meeting tomorrow, and educating. You look at a dollar eighty five, and you say, "Well, the the old saying used to be odds on, look on. Here it's odds on. Get them.
0: <laughs> Gamble responsibly.
1: Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 if gambling becomes an issue. I'm him a dollar eighty, and the more I looked at it, I just think he's a dollar forty shot. I think." So there are, there are only, in my opinion, two knockout hopes. And both of them have massive problems. So beyond a light, I agree with everything you said, has the speed, which is critical. So even from three poles, can can be dangerous, particularly if Bondo lockdown just loses his way a little bit and does his thing. Uh, and he's in front. It could be behind the leader. Small hope of that happening. I almost feel like that's a worse situation because I think Bondi lockdown will crush Kimball and that will that will halt the momentum of Beyond the Light if he's behind the leader, if you know what I mean. So it's nearly a better situation for him to be three poles. Maybe Bondi lockdown runs along a bit. Maybe there's an option for Greg to go one way or another. Act now, uh is a crazy price. I, I, I assume this price, apart from being outside the second row, this has got to do with the first up run last time, in is it? Has it?
0: Well, I don't know. Because how could he be that price? I had something small on him at that price because I thought. Really have to. a look at his record. Like, well, I dollars. Uh, was
1: like, yeah. And I think he's he, he turned into a beast. Mm. So I I get it. The question is, would Bondi lockdown be seven fifty or eight fifty from that draw? I don't think he would be. No, I don't think so. So why is no. that now? I don't get that. Uh, I, I, like I'm I'm totally Bondi lockdown wins hundred like hundred committed. But Act Now still seems a silly price. And I've got Rock, rock and Roll, who's a nice horse. Mm. I think he's the next nicest horse in the field.
0: Does Mick Stanley potentially have a dip for the front early?
1: Like, yeah, maybe. Maybe, but I don't think it'll be successful. Because because Go Dancing will probably come out okay. Kimball's um,
0: probably going to only want to hand up to, to one horse, isn't he?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're really going to deep dive into it, you might look at it and say, well, if... if if Rock and Roll is going to lead, then, and Kimball knows it's going to be behind leader, and that Mick Stanley won't hand up, then you've got Bondi lockdown parked, beyond a light out of play, and you've got a horse in front of you you think you can run past. So that's that's where maybe that does come into play, but I can't have, like, no disrespect to the horse is a group one winner, I can't have Kimball at 5.50, I don't think you can either. No, I
0: don't think so. No, no so- like, he's going really well. I even thought last time he was terrific. He cop some heat and he's still stuck on well but this is the elite is, level yeah and yeah. we've seen um, i asked maddie um two starts ago when he led in one you know typically we've seen a lot of the time him hand up in his races and he sort of said when he is racing against the elite of his age group that's when they've sort of opted for the um for the softer option of handing up so yeah i i think that's Probably going to be the case. We've
1: discussed it a lot during the week, as you would expect, since Monday night's barrier draw. Um, that uh, that you and I and Greg Sugars conduct Greg Sugars, whether well, the oh. feedback for his media work, <laughs>
0: outstanding.
1: That Ed's not going to get through any uh, any narrow doors uh, in, in, in in any time in the near future. He's a great man. It was a wonderful performance,
0: uh, and it, I think it's it's something to look forward to as well. I know I'm going a little bit off topic here, but it's something to look forward to that we can. Bring those interactive things into the mix and and do more of it, hopefully. So, um, I, I think it's really exciting.
1: Oh yeah, and it, it's just terrific. And to be and to hear somebody uh, of Greg's stature talk through those races was was great. Very fun to be part of, and obviously fun to watch. Hunter capped, yeah. Talk us through it because I, I've I've gotten slightly sucked into a vortex situation where I can see Spirit of St. Louis being allowed to get across. With the expectation that it's such a slow front line and such a, I would say, uh, a conservative front line that I'm almost certain King of Swing could get back off and affect a retake very quickly. Everyone's telling me it won't happen. I don't usually believe everyone. <laughs> so it's, but there are only two scenarios that I can envisage here. Yep.
0: I've got two. I've got two, which is A, King holding up. Um, Amazing dream behind the letter. Yep. And the other one is, which I'm probably a, a 60-40, I think. Uh, if I was putting a, a percentage on it, 60%, I think King of Swing just holds up. And 40%, I think Spear of St. Louis crosses. The thing that, if that happens, the King King of Swing, we know he's a quicker beginner than Triple Eight. So I think he probably will. Luke will be, and Luke's one of the best. So he's going to be able to get off the fence to do that retake.
1: he's smart enough to begin quickly enough. Enough
0: to do that. Yeah. So um that is the other option. And then, of course, that means that um, Spirit of St. Louis has got a, a perfect trip. So I think either scenario actually works out for Louis. I think he's actually going to be probably 1-1 behind Artie or behind King of Swing. So mm. Um, I've got him on top of, I'm sticking with King of Swing, but um, yeah, I just think they're the two scenarios. And I went to, we had slightly different uh, figures on King of Swing's leading record. So I went to the man that, you know, is the one to ask, Paul Oxenford. Mm -hmm. Um, So 33 races King of Swing has led, 29 wins, four seconds. So since being beaten in the 2020 Victoria Cup, he's unbeaten in 14 from the front.
1: That's just you know. They're... That's just inaccurate. He's, he's led thirty five times.
0: <laughs> anyway, the stats so <laughs> they're pretty. They're pretty overwhelming stats. That when he's in front, it's he's either twenty nine out, <laughs> out of thirty
1: three, or thirty one or thirty two out of thirty five. Right. So it, it, when he leads, he normally anyway, wins. Is what he does. We're saying. That's
0: it. Anyway, I'm with him. Amazing dream. Major, major danger. She's going to get the perfect trip. She watches the moves and the pressure unfold. If there is any, has that economical trip? We saw her take out the Black Saphira and the Rising Sun from behind leader. Can do it again. Um from there, look, I've gone with Spirit of St. Louis because, like I mentioned, I think he's either going to be behind the leader if that scenario plays out or 1-1 behind Artie. So he's going to get a nice trip and he's really bridged that gap. And Loch and Verard, I think it's pretty much everyone's conceded it, he's going to be in the breeze. The question is how close he is to Artie of 12 months ago. I expect further improvement, but he's going to have to do it tough. Um, the other one, which... I, I'm kicking myself I didn't throw in there, but can absolutely um, be right. There is triple eight. I just think he's potentially going to be a little bit further back, and if it's a real dash home, he just could be. Every meter counts. Yeah, he's just going to be you know one out two back, one out three back, and all of a sudden it's it's hard to make ground. So one eight four six.
1: One eight four and six. So I'm a little bit different here. I'm uh, I'm eight two four one. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm, I'm amazing dream on top. I'm, I'm clearly amazing dream you're, on top. You're
0: right against King.
1: I am. I just think, look, Luke and Belinda know how to peak this horse for the big occasion, right? He's a multiple grand circuit winner. And if he's not a champion, then he's the next best thing, too. He's won a Blacks Fake, he's won a Miracle Mile and a Hunter Cup two years ago, obviously. What I saw at Menangle last start and what I've seen regularly of recent times is that. When he's in front at the moment where he's at at 95%, he will give fast horses. If a, if a good horse had been behind him at Manangle last weekend, they would have beaten him. Zeus Bromac has come from well back and made huge credit. And not not King of Swing being just like this. King of Swing was being asked to hold an extremely narrow margin. Now, Zeus Bromac, with all due respect, is not an amazing dream. All spirit of St. Louis. I tend to think a King of Swing will be in front at the 100, and whatever's behind him, will win the race, which is, yeah, uh, it's 50-50 for me, whether that's Amazing Dream or Spirit of St. Louis. What I will say is that Amazing Dream can win from three poles as well. Yep. And Anthony Butt going for his eighth Hunter Cup victory as a driver. So, uh, so Amazing Dream – and you mentioned the Rising Sun and the, and the Blacks are fake, but also the Auckland Cup behind the leader. Two-time Grand Circuit winner from the trail. She's my on-top selection – I can't split Triple Eight and Spirit of St. Louis. I probably should have Spirit of St. Louis above Triple Eight from what I've just said, but I've got this soft spot for Triple Eight and I've stuck with him for a fair while and he's flying. He's peaking where others aren't. King of Swing in for fourth and 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 Varad. He's totally committed here, Sal, to going forward, sitting parked and not putting heaps of pressure on and trying to simply out-sprint King of Swing, which he might be able to do, but then he's got a, a very good horse behind the leader, a very good horse on his back and another one Probably four meters behind that. Who are all going to be rushing late? So that's the problem for Artie. But nobody will celebrate an Artie party more than us. I think if he uh, if he can win on Saturday night. Time for the news. Come back with mm, Moo Side Bottom. Jason. Kater. Oh. It's um. Cut the song, Pete, uh, so I can get go
0: to my... <laughs> now. Thunderstruck? Highway to hell?
1: Oh, that's terrible. It's highway to hell, isn't
0: it? Who would have thought that I'm on a 2-1 lead?
1: I'm embarrassed Uh... by that. Highway to heaven (laughs) earlier in the card and now highway, that's, I, I think. Wow. (laughs) My family and my (laughs) friends, I'm sorry about that. Um, Have we got Moo on the line? Moo, are you there? Hello.
2: I'm
1: here.
2: I'm here. I'm in Sutton Grange today.
1: Are you really? Uh, land of land of uh, Ross and Lee Graham, uh, Sutton Grange. Uh, what, what are you doing there? Are you just doing a little bit of fast work, Moo? What's happening?
2: Uh, no, no, not today. Just watching the um, four future group one winners go around.
0: Uh. <laughs> How is the one? There's one that I...
1: Oh, he's, got, he's choked
2: me up there.
0: There's one that uh, I quite liked at the sales, Moo, that you were the lucky purchaser of. How's that one going along? Have we got a name?
2: Yeah, that was... The baggy green one, wasn't
0: it, Ski? No, that was a different
2: one. Oh, was it?
1: Yep.
0: Which one was, Which one did you like? Oh, well, I'll, I'll...
1: Hey, guys, do you, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you want to take this offline? Maybe you can have a chat uh, when we're not on the radio. Well, um, we, we might have to. Uh,
2: we might have to.
1: Uh, what, are, what are you keen on, Moo? Do you want to start tonight? Have you found a few for tonight?
2: Uh, got a couple tonight. Sure. Yes. Um, so we'll start with race two. Uh, I thought Peaks Luck, as good as it's going, it come up a little bit short here, I think. Um, the race is a lot more open than the market suggests. I've got Masucci leading, Peak's Luck having to sit parked, and I thought Margaret Ruth um, dropping back in class was worth an each-way play here at Double Figures.
1: I love that. I love it. It's actually when I was doing the Herald Sun, the $200 game plan for today's spread, because we're doing spreads today and tomorrow, I, I just didn't have a price for Margaret Ruth at the time. But, I, <laughs> gee, I love that move. I, I haven't... Yeah... She's going to need a little bit of luck, isn't she? But it's just the price—double She's double figures. The way she's flying again at the minute.
2: Yeah, correct. She's—it's um, a big drop in class here, um, being taken on the best of them, and um, yeah, she's not far from a good thing. But I think it's a, a, a much more open race than the market suggests. So, um, yeah, I'll be playing that way and possibly even a little saver on Masucci at the $6.50. But, yeah, Margaret Ruth, the main one there.
1: Uh, You've told me one thing I like. Tell me another thing I like. What else you got that I might like hearing?
2: All right. Well, I hope you like uh, the driver change in race seven. Zach Phillips jumps on to Cyclone S Adams. Um, This trotter's now third up. Um, It can mix its form a little bit, but um, I'm trusting that Zach's got the hands to uh, get the best out of Cyclone S Adams, he's the top driver, and um, Morton Bay's favourite. It's first up, um, so I'm taking it on for that reason. Um, yeah, I think the five dollars is okay. Cyclone S Adams expecting it to come with a late run and charge over the top. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that. I am very happy with it that. We
0: did go into both our black books last
2: time.
1: Yes, and we know he's really—he's he, just such a quirky animal. He can do a lot of things wrong. Um, that's. That's probably the little caveat, but Zach Phillips is one hell of a driver and now a, a horse transport owner as well, a uh, company owner. So he's, um, he's quite a triple threat, our man. Zach B- uh, Bagnato, I believe, but we'll be uh, talking about that more in coming weeks and letting you know how to how to get involved with that particular organisation. Uh, can you give us a little hint about some of your your pre-thoughts for tomorrow night's Hunter Cup card, please, Moo? Um, yeah,
2: I'll give you the best on the card. Um, And you guys have already discussed this, but um, cash and flow. um, You see these 1,200 metre races and a lot of the time you think, oh, short race, look for the leader. I just think we've seen it in the past. There's such a class um, difference between the the, the top and the bottom horse here. And um, I think he can sit anywhere and get the job done here, cash and flow. And I expect him to start closer to $1.50 than $1.90. Well that
1: that's music that is that's two lovely things here. I marked him a dollar fifty. And honestly, when you see him when I saw him at a dollar and he hasn't moved me, move, that's I know it will happen. But it's funny that he hasn't moved. Well
0: he drifted last week. Remember he started like
1: But that last week was before we'd this is a critical thing for me. Yeah. It was before we'd sent him back in Victoria. Now that we've seen him and what he can do, and it's it's one of those psychological things things, isn't it? You sort of look at cash and flow, it doesn't matter whether it's a, an eight metre race or an eight thousand metre race. La Putty, and Aussie Butler, lovely as they are, are not going to beat Cash and Flow, are they?
2: No, nah, that's right. Yeah. I think he's just clearly the class animal of the field. So happy to be on at the dollar ninety. Uh, are you as are you as bullish about Bondi Lockdown as we are? Um, no, no, I'm not. He's not going I to tell us any more. I
1: don't think. But he's just saying
2: uh, no. Look, I think if if Mick Stanley wasn't in the race, I would be. Um, but Unless Bondi can get past Rock and Roll do early, I think he's going to have his work cut out. I'm not saying he can't win doing it tough because we all know that he's proven um, to be able to do that. But yeah, at the price, I'm I'm going to let it go.
1: I'm, the only thing I'm going to say is this one more time because I've said it 15 times over the last while. Orion Bondi lockdowns gate speed is underrated. I think yeah. I, I think yeah. I think if Aaron Dunn really wants to go here it would be quicker than rock and roll do anyway. So that's my thoughts. Um, And just tell us this much. We don't need a tip necessarily unless you want to give us one. But what's the map going to be in the Hunter Cup? Is it going to be King of Swing in front and Amazing Dream behind the leader or King of Swing in front and Spirit of St. Louis behind the leader? Uh,
2: Well, you you should be asking Luke McCarthy that because I think he's the one that's going to dictate what happens there. I think he's got enough speed to hold if he wants to, and I think that's the way he'll elect to go, knowing that Spirit of St. Louis is probably going to land the 1-1 on the back of Lock and Barad anyway. I don't think they'll be too concerned about having to get across at the start.
1: And what, uh, are you going to let us know who, under that uh, scenario who you think might win the race? Uh, King of Swing. All right, Moo. Right. Are
0: you coming uh, down tonight, Moo, or over the, over the weekend?
2: Uh, I'm not, unfortunately. Uh, the The lawn bowls makes it a bit hard to get down. So, um, yeah. Although I am halfway there at the moment, so I'll, I might have to venture down. <laughs> I'll, I'll make up my mind a bit later on, Skeet. <laughs>
1: you've, you've confused him during that conversation. Hey, Moo, it's um, it's quite a you know it's quite an imposition being great at so many things that your weekend's taken up by. Uh, multiple angles, but um, you're a wonderful man. We hope to see you if we can at Melton. If not, good luck on the punt.
2: Yep, thanks very much, guys. Good luck.
1: There's midside bottom. Uh, we love him. We might go. No, no, nah, one more race. No, we'll go for a break. Got the break in. I'll uh, we'll go for a break. We'll come back. We've still got three races left to look at, and we're we're just going to touch on those great Southern Star qualifiers and tell you who we think will win the final. At about 10.30 tonight, at Tabcourt Park Mountain $300,000 trotting race. You are watching on Trots Vision. Hello. Jason. Music ah. down, Pete. What's wrong with me? Hang on. Hang on.
0: Come on. Time after time, no, nah. I've got a is it? Oh, oh,
1: no, no. Um, I know it. I, I, I didn't, look, yeah. It. Oh, yeah.
2: What's the name of the gonna, song? I, I, I was
0: going to say, yeah, Walking on a Dream. This is mate, yeah. I was, a- a- I was tossing up Walking on a Dream a- or Thrill of It.
1: Hey, a- Sam. <laughs> Giving uh, <laughs> giving visual clues to my competitor will no, not win you any points with me, Champo Campo. Or... <laughs> Chieftain.
0: 3-1. <Three one. laughs>
1: Protest. Upheld. That was, yeah, not good. <clears throat> It'll come time after time after Thunderstruck. Big fella's giving me a whack on the tent anyway for Thunderstruck. I deserve that. Um, right, let's move forward. Final of the group ones, Alibar Bloodstock Ladyship Cup. Yep. It's a lot more, yeah. Immediately, I just looked and went uh, when I saw the field. I don't know why. Probably it was just natural. Spellbound, Mojita, and you're trying to work that out, and then then you realise, gee, it's a lot more open than that. See, one thing I, I'm I have mentioned how much I love this horse, time and time again, and said she is capable of winning a big mares race. But Sweet Louise being three dollars seventy is one of the stranger things I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Oh,
0: opened, I reckon she opened like two dollars eighty. I think she opened shorter.
1: 270 she opened. (laughs) She opened the equal favourite with Spellbound.
0: Lovely mare, but. on she's still learning. Yeah, she – yeah. Anyway, um, look, I've gone with Spellbound without stacks of confidence. We haven't seen her since the second in the Vic Bread final. Likes to lead. Never wins by spaces. That's just her style. She just gets it done. From the pole, I think she can lead, and she's going to be hard to beat from there. Rogue Wave, I've got in for second. Off the scene for a long time, but was super impressive in the Vic Bread series. Got within two metres of ladies in red after taking out the semi. Steps up here, but she's capable of beating them, I think, and she's a great each-way price. Um, She's still about twelve dollars, I think. She opened thirty-one, which is just crazy. Um,
1: that's very, actually that's actually nearly a astra- yeah, stranger's <laughs>
0: uh, Margita has the draw against her here, probably has to sit parked, but she's done that before. She's a quality mare. Very Tinkerbell's an interesting runner, comes down from New South Wales after racing really well over the mile up there. No doubt this is stronger, but she was second to Stylish Memphis last time out, so she would probably be favourite here, it's fair to say. So I've gone one, four, seven, ten.
1: I've gone four, seven, one, and three. So anybody who got the $31 about Rogue Wave, congratulations. If you get got the $12, still there, you can get $12. Now, we've said for a long time that that generation of three-year-old fillies last season is the best we've seen ever, maybe. Ladies in red would start, and from any draw virtually, odds on in this race. Rogue Wave is not ladies in red, but I tell you what, she ran into a nice tight margin in the... Uh, in the final of the Vic Bread Super Series on New Year's Eve. And from what we've seen, this you know, Joanna should be favourite in this race. Uh, Beach Music wouldn't really be favourite in this race. So I can't believe... Anyway, crazy price, on top selection, rolls forward. Oh, got her on top. Yeah. Gets... I think she's the best winning, though. Yep. That's not even a price thing. I think she rolls forward, probably gets cover from Majida. 1-1, that's exactly where she was in the Vic Bread Super Series final. Uh, I've got Margita in for second. Here's a little thing to consider. Spellbound and Margita, despite having raced against each other about six or seven times, have both only drawn the front line together once. And Margita had no intentions on that occasion of... wasn't That wasn't the race to do it. Margita's gate spread in recent times over the last few starts has been extreme. I think there's a decent chance from out there if not too many get in the way, that she could cross Spellbound. If that happened, I reckon she's the one to beat. Oh,
0: 100%.
1: I've got Spellbound in for third. I I just – I don't know. There's just something – I don't even like the fact that she's probably going to have to be used up early. I do like her fresh. uh, But I find her best runs have just been sit at the back, come three wide, you know, get into a rhythm. Um, She can definitely win, but I think she's – I think she's rock bottom at 260. And uh, I'm often gone, you've got to have a lot of respect for. Uh, I admit, so normally when horses come across from New Zealand, sometimes I don't pay that. Once I've had three or four runs here in Australia, I'm like, well, I forget the New Zealand form. But this horse was really competitive with Better Twist and, and Co. Yeah. over there, So and Ferry Tinkerbell. So I think they're all winning hopes. Four, seven, one, three, and ten. We'll get through one more race, and then we've got to get to another break before the, the, uh, the hard out. Gold Chalice, Just Hope versus a Moray Vita.
0: Yes, going with Just Hope, uh, it's a small field, but it's a good little race. Uh, She was brilliant winning first up at Ballarat, found the top, kept running, was unchallenged, and I think she should be able to find the top. And um, the times that she can run, I think Vita, there's no doubting her quality. She clean swept the Big Bread series and was second in the Breeders' Crown, but I just think she's going to have to sit outside Just Hope. We haven't seen her since the end of December, whereas Just Hope has that one run under her belt. So um, going with Just Hope ahead of Vita, major danger. They're the clear two top... Picks ahead of Beach Life, who's still a maiden but trialed well, and Tequiero, who ran a good race last time. Five, six, one, three.
1: Very similar for me. Five, six, one, and four. I think that little bit of race fitness, the fact that Just Hope is vastly improved. I think leading here, I've got a narrowly on top. Let's go for our final break. Come back. Talk about the final event and very briefly touch on the Great Southern Star heats. Stim Jason, don't look back mind. in anger. I'm back, but I will <laughs> still lose the music. That's
0: a good song. Today. Three, yeah. two.
1: Cody um, would have loved that one from uh, our man Cody <laughs> Winnell. Final race, uh, 317 and 2. And I reckon Belittled is one of the better value bets in the program. Flying in a weird race. Happy to have something on.
0: Yep, 100%. 3621. Yeah, he, he's going really well. So finds a winnable, winnable race here.
1: And very quickly, we've got a couple of minutes to talk about uh, the two great Southern Star qualifiers. And if you want more information, watch us on Trot's Vision tonight from about uh, a quarter past six. What the hell? What the hell? Great Southern star first heat. Thoughts?
0: Yeah, look, a um, bit of a question mark. You know, Tornado Valley's a champion. You can't knock him. He could easily be leading and winning, but on the each way basis, uh, no surprises. I'm going with Always Ready. He loved his run um, and how he did it last week. So him on top for me ahead of Tornado Valley, going for three great Southern stars, an amazing effort. Um, rules don't apply. Is going to get a nice trip behind him, you would think. And Sundon's Courage racing really well I'm not sure if you got the 31 that uh, I text you about if you were awake to the uh to the message when I text you to no, say no, 31 no, no, and no, no, seven um, do it, no, no. can find a forward position without doing too much and he's just going in to going into this race going really well three uh sorry five one eight three
1: I've got always ready uh on top here I uh, don't know with I think they'll have a crack for the front and sometimes carriage is the best value and I I don't know what the price is if they're still two seventy each of two. This is the great. I... This is the greatest. If they are, this is the greatest bet. Both of them and get something out of the race. There's no way I can see either I'm Ready Jet or majestuoso not winning the second heat.
0: No, I don't think so. I've gone with Majestuoso on top. I think he finds the top. Excellent last week. It's going to be very hard to run down, but I'm ready jet the major danger. Took out the Maori mile from this position, uh, and I thought she was really tough last time out. Long starter, three pegs, and I think can run well, and um, Temporale can probably run a, a better race this week, 2 one, eight,
1: five. Just to confuse you, I'm tipping I'm ready jet here because of the circumstances, but Majestuoso in the final. Right. Who's your tip in the final?
0: Oh, I'll stick with Majestuoso, but yeah, I've got it probably down to three.
1: Yeah, I just think that, uh, and, and just for those who don't know, but you've got to watch Trot's Vision tonight and we'll talk you through it. In fact, we'll have interviews with people and work out um, what they're going to do with their horses between heat and final because it's a very unique circumstance. Yep. Uh, but it's the f- it's the first three home in the two qualifiers and then the next four fastest qualifiers. So basically – we could have seven out of one heat get through to the final.
0: Which was similar to what yeah. happened last time. They went crazy early and, um, yeah. but And you get to pick your barrier draw. Connections pick their barrier draws randomly, so it adds some real intrigue to it.
1: I'll tell you what, the hard out feels so much better when that music plays because you know what's happening. I love that. <laughs> a really big tick for all involved. <laughs> well done. Uh, thanks for joining us on Trots Vision and also listening on SEN Track. And you can watch this in replay now, which is you great. You can. Watch this. Watch it on loop. Until 6 There's o'clock tonight. There's a full tonight.
0: day of Trot's vision today right up until Great Southern Star tonight. It's exciting.
1: Can't wait to get out there. Yep. Huge weekend in the Victorian Trots. Make sure you do not miss a thing. Great Southern Star into the Hunter Cup. Enjoy the rest of your day.